Thank God, it's City at 16 and thanks also to you for staying with us. And if you are just tuning, this is the Auto Show on 97.3 City FM. It is the Auto Show, motoring education for trouble-free motoring experience. I am your host, Eddie Poku. The Auto Show is brought to you by Total. Total Quartz 9000 Future. Join the Total Quartz Nation movement today. Is your car jerky at certain speeds? Is your fuel consumption abysmal? Does the inside of your car smell like fuel? Do you hear knocking sound sometimes after fueling up? Do you sometimes wonder what fuel helped prolong the lifespan of your car? We answer these questions and more when we return on the auto show. Well, you knew all along that your dad was getting <laughs> Charlie, check this. You know, below. <laughs> the sound of this engine. Music to my ears. I tell you. <laughs> but you check your engine oil. Uh, I always they tell you at the check. I've told you I only use Total Quartz engine oils. With its age-resistant technology, it keeps your engine younger for longer. Sit down, let me tell you more. Total Quartz has introduced a new one, Seth. I remember, Quartz 9000 Future 0W20, right? Thank you! It's made mainly for the latest generation engines. Quartz Future 0W20, it ensures excellent engine protection and cleanliness whilst reducing your fuel consumption so it is save money. Mm. The Quartz Nation movement too. Mr. Money, Logozon, and Bobo Nyele all 10 Quartz ambassadors now. You did there. What? Massa, straight to the nearest total filling station. Oh. Total Quartz, keep your engine younger for longer. Total Quartz, keep your engine younger for longer. You are tuning to the auto show. Please remember this show is interactive and just send your questions ahead on 054-9986-996. 054-9986-996. You can also t- call into the station 020-263-598-020-263-598-020-6557-978. Today, we're talking about the car's fuel system or the 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 
fuel system of your car. Most of our cars, um, not counting EVs, that is ele electric vehicles, um, run on fuel, different kinds of fuel. And there's a whole system built into your car to help it make use of the fuel to propel the car around. So today I have our regular expert, Jacob Mensah of Brian's Toyota, and we are talking about your car's fuel system. Welcome to the show, Uncle. <laughs> Don't worry, you're on. <laughs> right, today we are talking about the fuel. Um, what is the fuel system of a car? When we talk about the fuel system of a car, what are we talking about? Okay. Well, when we talk about a fuel system on a car, we are virtually talking about when you go to a filling station and then we decide to tell the filling station guy that you should fill our tank or you should give us fuel. We are talking about where the fuel goes to be reserved mm -hmm. or to be stored and how the fuel gets into the engine. Because you need to bend that fuel to release the power that the engine gives out so they can prepare the car for it. Okay. So the system that we are talking virtually of, of from the fuel tank right to the injectors on the engine. Okay. Yes, anything in between is part and parcel of it. Okay. So what are the components that we are um, we are talking about in, in the fuel okay. system? Well, I will, I will add the fuel tank in addition yeah, because it yeah. also plays a very important role. Even yeah. the design of the fuel tank is important. Mm -hmm. So that even when you are not reading the gauges in here, so we can talk about the fuel tank itself. Mm -hmm. If it's leaking, you're going to be in trouble. Yeah. And sometimes they leak. Mm -hmm. So the tank itself is one. Then when we put the fuel into the tank, we should have to know how much fuel is in the tank. Mm -hmm. So the fuel gauge system, mm -hmm. how you see the level of the fuel on your dashboard. Mm -hmm. So it's, another, it's also one of them. Mm -hmm. Then we need to deliver the fuel from the tank into the engine. So there's a pump there. We're supposed to either pull, in the case of diesel, pull it off, in the case of petrol, pump it out. Mm -hmm. So that pump is there. Then sometimes you have we are dead in the fuel. So you need a strainer. You need a filter to drain it. Mm -hmm. I mentioned two things. I mentioned strainer and filter. Okay. The strainer normally is on the fuel pump, mm -hmm. the one in the tank. Mm -hmm. There's a small filter there, which is supposed to initially try to strain the fuel, prevent any debris or anything uh, from going to the fuel pump to destroy it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you have some of the fine particles able to escape that strainer. In that case, there's also a fuel filter on the line. Normally in the engine compartments, mm -hmm. in the olden cars, they were, they were under the car mm -hmm. on the line. So also try to, also to strain that to, uh, to, to further reduce any particles there. So the particles don't go into the injectors, go and block them. Mm -hmm. So we have the fuel pump is there, we have the fuel gauge, we have the pipes that carry the fuel, where the first strainer and the first filter, then we come onto the engine proper where we have the injectors, which is the final point where the fuel now uh, oozes out of the injectors into the engine to be burnt. So this is what I'll describe the first okay. step. So how does the car make mm. use of the fuel that is okay. fed into the tank? Okay. Now, you see, we, uh, for, you know, the car is, is sitting down. Mm -hmm. Without the engine in the car, for the now being very careful, conventional cars, mm -hmm. because <laughs> electric cars don't need the engine. Yes, so we are, we are talking about conventional cars. Yeah. The normal cars, which need internal combustion engine to move. Ice. I see, yeah. So if the engine is there, and then the engine doesn't run, mm -hmm. the car cannot move. Mm -hmm. 
And for the engine to run, we are three things that you need. The engine should to build up the right amount of compression. The ring should be okay, the valve should be sitting with everything. Then when the compression is built up, you need to be able to get in air and fuel to be injected into the uh, cylinders. Mm-hmm. So that the air fuel mixture mixed properly within that cylinder with a better lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. Then there should be a way of putting fire in the air fuel mixture to burn it. Mm-hmm. Because it's the burning of the air fuel mixture, in that burning process, that reduces the pressure. At okay. its burns, it kind of expands. Mm-hmm. And because the piston is constrained in a in a, in a cylinder, the expansion will now, will, like a force or a pressure, will push the piston down. So the movement of the piston down will now transmit through the connecting rod onto the crankshaft with that turns. And that turning of the crankshaft, revolution of the crankshaft is now uh, transmitted through the transmission system to get to the wheels and the car moves. Okay. So for us to bend the fuel, then the, the fuel should be able to deliver into the engine you should have air and the fuel mixing together and have an ignition happening. Mm-hmm. In the case of uh, petrol engines, when the fuel and the air, you have the air being sucked into the car from the air, air system, mm-hmm. the air cleaner system. Mm-hmm. They have the fuel being injected by the injectors. Mm-hmm. When they mix together, they have the, you have the spark plugs with fires yeah. through the ignition coils. In the case of diesel, we don't have the spark plugs there. Mm-hmm. That process of uh, compressing the uh, air fuel mixture it gets very hot so I wonder so that that process can easily self-ignite okay so it's a compression ignition engines mm-hmm. that for the diesel diesel and then and, and, and then when I spark ignition SI for petrol yeah. and that's what happens okay so the fuel will have to be pressurized the fuel pump will first pump the fuel under pressure mm-hmm. through the fuel filter to take off the uh, the dirt and things there will be enough fuel under pressure Behind in the pipes that are connected to the injectors, mm-hmm. and then by electrical means, by co- uh, com- uh, control board and other things, the injector is opened and closed electrically. Mm-hmm. So when the injector is opened, then that pressurized fuel will now be able to zoom out of the injector nozzles in the form of a mist or or, or, or droplets uh, that is uh, atomized uh, small small particles, mm-hmm. and that will mess with the uh, with the air fuel. Then when the ignition comes in, either through the spark plugs or self-ignition in the case of diesel, mm-hmm. then that one burns. That, that burning process is what brings out the power. The whole process. Yeah. Wow, yeah. wonderful. All right. F- which components mm. in the f- system um, can we describe as consumables? Because um, there are several components you have just mentioned. Some of them, you expect them to last the entire li- lifespan of the car. Okay. There are others to, as you take your car in for service and other things, they are um, replaced. Yeah. <laughs> and it's difficult to, in our part of the world, to assume that. You see, we use consent on 20, 30 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, assuming that everything is going to last on the first system forever, mm-hmm. it's, it's a little dicey for me. Mm-hmm. Because I've seen situations where the fuel tank is, is where you are not expecting the fuel tank to go bad, mm-hmm. but you see it rusty and leaking. Yeah. But that aside, I think the, the, the common thing that we should look out for the fuel pump can fail, mm-hmm. how it works. It's electronic. It's electrical system. Mm-hmm. It can fail. Mm-hmm. There are coils in. There are amateur here and there inside. Small one. They can fail. Okay. So the so the fuel pump is consumable. Mm-hmm. At a point in time, you change it. Okay. The fuel filter. At a point in time, you change it. The injectors. At a point in time, you change it. If you are lucky, the pipelines will stay for long. Mm-hmm. If you are not lucky, it can also get rusty. Okay. So all these things should be checked from time to time. But by highly possible that 
your four pump and four filters are are the ones which you are likely to fill plus the injectors. Okay. These ones are the common ones that you okay. be changing. So um some of these things are supposed to be changed when you take the car in for service or periodic service. Those are the ones I wanted us to focus on. Okay, for instance, the, it depends. For the four footer, for instance, mm-hmm. some manufacturers will ask you that you should change at 20,000 or 40,000. Good. But sometimes you are very clean fuel mm-hmm. and then you take them off, you see that they are not dirty. Mm-hmm. I've seen cars with that 60,000 and the four footers are still fantastic. Okay. Especially on the petrol engines. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fantastic. You take it out, it's still clean. Great. I've seen cars which are done 80,000 before the four footers were replaced. Okay. So that's so, the fuel filter. That's for the fuel filter. The fuel pump, when you fail, you notice it. Yeah. But you once in a while, you can put a, a, a pressure gauge on it to measure the pressure. Pressure, okay. Yes, okay. because there's a gauge that you can put to pressure okay. the pressure. All right. Earlier on, you mentioned the strainer on the fuel yeah, pump. The strainer on the fuel pump, uh, that one, once in a while, 20,000, you can take it off and check mm-hmm. and clean. Mm-hmm. Okay. After, after clean for some time, it goes off. All right. Yes. Great, great, great. So, uh, apart from the consumables that we just talked about, what are the usual problems um, one should expect that at some point in the car's lifetime you're going to encounter? Well, well, uh, encounter the the problems you are going to encounter with the four system. Mm-hmm. I hope we are, we are focused on the four system. Yes, the four system. It's numerous and many. <laughs> okay. Yeah. For instance, if any, let's say, let, let me run them down Good. and then I'll see whether I can have enough time to put my thoughts together to make it easy. Okay. You can have a starting issue. Mm-hmm. So you're starting the car, difficulty in starting. Mm-hmm. You can have poor idling or misfire. You start the car, the car starts, but the engine doesn't, it is no smooth. You see the engine shaking. You run it, but it's, it's kind of rough. Mm-hmm. You can have, you can fail the emission test. Okay. You're going to pollute the environment. Mm-hmm. So if you go to DVLA, I hope soon we'll be doing, they are doing it they now. They are supposed to yeah, be doing but it. But some of the systems, some of the businesses are doing it. The, the, the inspections centers, are doing it. Uh-huh. Then you can fail. Okay. Then the performance of the car, you hit the pedals, the car doesn't pull well. Mm-hmm. You are prone to pulling. And then because of a situation where the engine, you are pulling, but you are not able to get the revs. Okay. You you want to zoom, but then you, sometimes if you have the engine, the rev can go to about 3,000, it stays there. Mm-hmm. 3,500 RPM, it stays there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't go further. Mm-hmm. You can also have that one too. Then, Sometimes the, the performance is not smooth. You are driving, it drives okay, go to a point, you want to pull, the car is kind of yeah, jacking, jacking, or some people say surging, or mm-hmm. jacking, whatever it is. That one is also there. Then you can also have, uh, your check engine light can also come on. Because mm-hmm. once any of these systems, or these things are happening, it can also trigger the check engine light to come on. Mm-hmm. also have situations when your engine can actually go off. You start and it goes off, or you are driving, you are speeding, you slow that the engine goes off. Yeah. These are some of the things that can easily happen on this first system. Okay, 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 great. So, um, before we go to talk about the solution, mm. um, let's talk about, um, we, 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 okay, so you, let's talk about bad fuel. Hmm. Bad fuel. Because I, I know that is a, a, a problem here. Yeah. Yes. Bad fuel means, okay. What, what, go, go ahead. What are some of the different kinds of fuel that we can classify as bad fuel? Or what happens to fuel for us to classify it as bad fuel? Well, you see, every fuel might have certain contents mm-hmm. and certain specifications. Mm-hmm. If you know the content is off target, mm-hmm. then I can talk about bad fuel. For instance, you shouldn't have water. Naturally, diesel has some small water in it, hydroscopic, so you can... But petrol, no. Okay. So, or uh, maybe, let's say, after the whole process, we'll, we'll actually bring in water. But the content, how much is in it? Mm-hmm. 
how much octane do you have in the petrol mm -hmm. or octane do you have in the diesel? Mm -hmm. You understand it? You have something called opacity, how clear it is, mm -hmm. and then specification, the specific gravity or the fuel. Mm -hmm. These things are all very important. So, and then what we actually see here about fuel is contamination. Okay. Sometimes you buy the fuel, you see debt. I mean, I mean, I don't know where the debt is coming from in the fuel. Okay. There have been instances that somebody went to buy fuel before the tank. Then I couldn't drive the car. The car was towed down. We, I mean, we could just pour out water. As, as, as you, 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 you open the key for the pump to pump, you pour about one liter of water before the first started flowing. Okay. So this are, so any fault is contaminated is bad. Mm -hmm. Any fault, that doesn't meet the specification. You need the hotel rating. When they say 90 hotel rating, mm -hmm. and you're not getting 90, you're getting about, say, 75 or something, you're, you're out. So this are what you call, uh, I would describe bad fuel. Okay. The fuel doesn't meet the specification that's supposed to meet. Okay. Oh, how bad? How bad is the effect of water on fuel? You see, you, you are going to burn even water in the system is very bad mm -hmm. because, as I told you, for instance, the fuel pump, other petrol diesel, the internal components, there are matters. There, 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 there are springs there. There's a motor, there's a amateur that, that's for the for the electric pump. Mm -hmm. The other ones. So if there's any water there, it can have corrosion. Okay. The same water in the fuel, in the fuel tank, also got the fuel tank also also get corroded. Mm -hmm. You can have the pipelines to get corroded inside. Mm -hmm. And then if so, the water should sit within the engine. Though you are burning it, it can also get corrosion in the engine. Okay. And so, so water in the fuel is not the best. Even even trying to restart the car can have very difficult start if you have water in the fuel. Okay. But not going to burn well. All right. There are, there are um, this um, next sector, set of questions. Mm. I want to ask them now. I wanted to ask okay. them later but okay. i decided to ask them now because i don't want the whatsapp questions to <laughs> come and um, um overshadow these questions um fuel additives mm. are they important it depends on the additive which one you're talking about mm -hmm. you see there are some additives which will help clean the injectors mm -hmm. they are dispensed and that's that one's okay okay because sometimes the injectors are fouled mm -hmm. there are situations we point additive it makes the fuel mm -hmm. as it drives, it cleans the it's able to uh, uh melt the gamma and other things. Yeah. That one, but you have to be sure what you are using is good for your car. It's good for your car. Because so so there are some of them that actually manufacturers the manufacturers actually recommend. Mm -hmm. If you come to Toyota, for instance, there are some that Toyota Motor Corporation actually gives out. Okay. That you use on Toyotas. Okay. So if you have that one, then you are sure that you are safe. Good. If any other one you are not too sure. Well, the chemical composition thing that one is a little dicey, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so these are sort of things. So, yes, and no, yes, because if I get the right one recommended by the manufacturer of my car, I will use it. Mm -hmm. If I'm not sure, I'll not do okay. All right, and, uh, and then we see the effect that you use them in the work, okay, provided you get the right one. Great. Um, what about octane boosters? Hmm. The octane ratings are already set by the petrol manufacturers. If you go to Total, they are for they, they are they are super. They have a uh, FMAX uh, ex Excelium. Yeah. Uh, this one, they are, the, the, the 10 levels have been specified already. Mm -hmm. So I would rather stick to what I buy from Total okay. than to add up any charging up uh, booster. Okay. I, 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 personally, I wouldn't do it. Okay. People do it anyway, but I personally, because I think that if I'm buying a Excelium, mm -hmm. I'm getting a higher level of a uh, octane boosting system, yeah. uh, 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 fuel yeah. rated. If I'm buying super, I know what I'm buying. Mm -hmm. So why buy super and go and add an octane booster. Octane booster. I rather go for the cellium or yeah. stick my super, and then and I'll be, I'll be okay. Yes. okay, good. Um, fuel inject inject injector purging. Yes, 
The injector purging is also a good thing. Mm -hmm. You can do it. Mm -hmm. But if you are doing it, you should be very careful. Okay. You see, the idea is that as you burn the fuel, mm -hmm. certain harmful particles are generated. Sometimes you have carbon deposit at the uh, tip of the injectors. And the country getting injected, some of them can even be blocked. Yeah. Now, the, 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 the purging chemical is totally different. Sometimes you are doing it, you smell it, mm -hmm. they are totally different. Mm -hmm. when, when the purging chemical goes to it, it's able to melt this deposit and actually make it make the fuel injector allow the fuel to flow well and then give you very good atomized fuel. Mm -hmm. So, then, fine, if you purge it, purge it properly, you drive the car, you see the difference. Okay. Especially if it's an ochre, mm -hmm. you see the difference. Mm -hmm. If you get the right purging chemical, and, and then you, are, you, see, you actually see the difference. Okay. So, purging works. I've, I've done it before. Purging works. Okay. Yes. All right. Good. Um, let's go. Let's go to our... Uh, good afternoon, sir. My Toyota Corolla passenger front tire runs like 39.40. Mechanics cannot see where the problem is coming from. Any help? Uh, I don't understand. The uh, question is not clear. A front tire runs... Is it 39.40? Is that the pressure? The I don't know. Pressure? But the pressure, normally they write the pressure on the wall, on the on, tire on the wall. You, wall. You so see the maximum there. Yes. Normally they don't reach the maximum. Mm -hmm. But for a cola, around 30, 20, 28, 30 she, PSI, you should, should be able to get it. Okay, okay. But yeah. I don't understand the question anyway. Yeah. Um, if you are listening, please um, come again. Your question is not clear. It says, good evening, please. I used a Sonata, as, that's a Hyundai Sonata 2013, just a few days. I have these. I have this message on the dashboard: distance to empty. But I have enough fuel in the car, and even the fuel gauge shows I have enough. Please, what could be the problem? No, maybe maybe you press something because there are some of the cars. Yes. Depending on how much, uh, how fast you are driving and mm -hmm. condition, it can tell you how much can distance. Estimate. Estimate how much distance you drive before yeah. you go empty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you has pressed something, mm -hmm. but you can choose to set it there or not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So maybe I press something. If you look at the the nose, if yeah. I press something yes. that is not supposed to press. Yeah. But this is a, this is a good. Sometimes I'm traveling. Mm -hmm. Then I see that I have a quarter. I'm not quarter. The gate showing you a quarter. Mm -hmm. I'm not too sure about the next finish station. Mm -hmm. I quickly switch, go on there. Now see, maybe yeah. you are about sixty kilometers to empty or something. Mm -hmm. Then I know that from here, my continue to here. Yeah, uh, yeah. They, they are very good. So yes. look at maybe you press something there. Okay, so Rex, <laughs> you know what, what you have is not a problem. Not at all. Um, that is what is referred to mm. as the trip computer. That's right. Yes. Yeah, so you can. There are several modes you can run yeah. that will give you different um, um, metrics information, the metrics, metrics yeah. about your mm. car, mm. how you are driving, how your fuel is being consumed. So where you set to is distance to empty. So that's it. The computer estimates how long you will drive before you run out of fuel. Look at your speed and everything. Exactly. Yes. Oh, yeah. So it is not a problem. So look at yes. where, in case you used to look at uh, how many kilometers you are doing per hundred, mm. how many fuel, how much fuel you are using for hundred kilometers. Yeah. Or how many kilometers you are doing per liter. Mm -hmm. That, that, that mode there, I'm sure the same person should be able to take you yes. from here to there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So look at it, please. Okay. All right. Good. So let's talk about the solutions to um, our fuel issues that we outlined earlier. Um, okay. Yes. Yeah. So you you outlined a number of problems we can have. Yes. Uh, yes. So let us look at each of them okay. as many as we can and the solutions. Okay. The uh, be, be, before we go on, let me just share the story. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There was one time mm -hmm. I I I went to a fuel station. I don't want to mention the okay. name. <laughs> and. Uh, 
I, I actually for that day I was going for somewhere very special. So <laughs> I just drove in there and I filled my uh, my tank. tank. And after filling my tank, the car will not move. Yeah. The fuel was so bad, it, it killed the fuel pump. Yeah, yeah does it. Right there. And then yeah. I had to tow the car to the mechanic shop the following day to get the, the pump re- replaced. And I actually took samples of the fuel. It, it, yeah. w- w- it looked like something like a, a cross between f- petrol and diesel. Mm, it was blue colored. Mm, 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 you mm, know. Mm, mm, mm. I actually wanted to take on the, 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 filling, the, the, the filling station, but... Um, it was too much for her, yeah, so I just well, let it go. Yes, so that is one one of the stories. <laughs> All right. So um, our friend with um, the Toyota Corolla with the type issue has um, come back. He says, well, "Passenger front tire lip limps when I'm moving slowly." Okay, so oh, okay. when you are driving slowly, the tire wobbles. If it's yes. limping, there could be there could be a, there could be a bulge. Yes. Look out for the look out for a boy. You can run your hand, park the stop the car, run your hand at the at the top of the tie. Around you, the tie. There, there, could, there could be a bulge there. It's mm. more like you have a bulge. Okay. Yeah. And that bulge will let you. But when, when you speed, sometimes you even out. Mm-hmm. But if you slow down, you see that it goes up and down. Yeah. Uh, okay. When when that bulge hits the ground, yeah. the that portion comes up a little. <laughs> so look out for a bulge. Okay. On on the on the on the surface of the tie, not the side. On the, t- oh. on the surface where it touches the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, okay, it says, hello, please. Is it okay to mix V-power and regular fuel? Okay, so you what you mean is that the higher grade of fuel, which has additives, is it is it okay to mix it with regular fuel? Well, if I'm traveling, let's say I bought V-power, mm. and I'm traving and if uh, and all that, I've bought what, a cellium, eh? Yes, exactly. Yeah, a cellium, and I'm traveling. And then I get to another total station, and mm-hmm. unfortunately, they don't have the cellum there. Yes, I can go for the super and add it to it. Okay. It won't, it won't cause anything. All right, right, right. So I have started seeing some black matter coming from my front tires whenever I'm washing it for about two weeks now. What is that about? How does one identify bad fuel before one buys it? On, on, on so the tires. You have two issues, yes. On the tires, it's like it's the brake parts. Mm-hmm. The powder as they wear. Yeah. Uh, so if you are changing his brake pad, it's not used to what he has there. Mm-hmm. The problem this one is giving some suits. Yeah. As you have. So that's more likely. Yes. Um, the other time we talked about this brake pad mm-hmm. issue, people mm-hmm. don't realize that there are so many different kinds of brake pads mm-hmm. for different applications, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. some of them give out suits. the brake dust, the yes. suit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, some, yes. some some will give you fatty braking, mm-hmm. no 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 noise. Mm-hmm. So give you fatty braking. Noise. Mm-hmm. You hear some squeaking noise. Yeah. So give fatty breaking no suit. Mm-hmm. So give fatty breaking suit. I mean, these are yeah. the materials. Yeah, that's it. So and then that, the other one, that so the second question what was it. Yes, it says um, how that how how do you <laughs> identify. But, but, but for, for trust the source they are going to buy from. Yes. Trust the source. Yes. So yes. you trust the source. Trust the source. Yes. Always trust the source. Yeah. I mean, for us, we have confidence in, in Total. Total does it. Because Total has very stringent very. standards. Very. I mean, just go to a Total filling station. Yeah, fine. Just, just take your time and just observe how things are done. That's there. right. You realize that the, everything they do, it meticulously. Okay. All right. Say, so please tell me the Sonata person... To keep pressing the trip button <laughs> yeah, on the steering right. wheel yeah. to change it. Yeah. It's not a problem. Just yes. as you said. Okay, so Chrissy Aqua from Mamprobi, thank you Thanks so for much. Listening. Um yes. He has experience with this with the sonata yeah. and he's showing you exactly how to, to sort it out. Yes. You use a trip computer button on the steering wheel. 
Okay, we have a message from Koforidua. Mm. Jeffrey, he says, I cleared a 2015 Nissan Pathfinder SL from the port, and the guys told me the car was jacking when they drove it to the port. When I took it from the port to my house, I didn't experience it. I later experienced this shuddering when I drive at very low speeds. I've changed the CVT oil. The shuddering still persists. I don't know what to do now. Okay, so a Pathfinder. Uh, do Pathfinders have CVT gearboxes? Um, I'm not too sure. W- what year is that? I think 2015 or something. 2015 Pathfinder. No. Okay, so... But, wh- but, but let the technician drive the car and have a feel of it. This mm. shuddering you're talking about, mm-hmm. it may have nothing to do with the... The CVT. CVT. Gear. Yeah. It's a four-wheel drive. Even the propeller shaft, mm-hmm. it is a plug on the CVT joint. can give you mm-hmm. uh, 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 the, the joint or the shaft. Mm-hmm. I've seen some before where even the front wheels... Mm-hmm. They drive out there. Mm-hmm. They have a problem with the in the in the inboard bearings. Yeah. So let a mechanic drive the car. Mm-hmm. Have a feel. Once a mechanic has a feel of it, it will be easier for him to an experienced uh, mechanic. Yeah, experienced mechanic, yes. Mm-hmm. It will be easier for him to. So this one, let somebody drive the car and have a feel of it. Okay. They'll be able to help you out. Okay. Hello, please explain to me the fuel consumption of cars. One point five means two point zero means help me. I want to understand them. <laughs> the one point five, two point five is not the consumption. No. <laughs> is the engine capacity the, engine. the 1.5 means that if the let's say four cylinder mm-hmm. then you put all the all the volumes in the four cylinder together mm-hmm. the 1.5 liter that 1500 that's 1500 cubic yes centimeters cube yes mm-hmm. cc yeah mm-hmm. it's 2.0 liter it means that if you put the the volume and the volume it doesn't mean that if you take the cylinder block the whole volume mm-hmm. you have something we call the short volume mm-hmm. the the top if it if the piston goes down mm-hmm. where it stops mm-hmm. And the way it comes away, it stops in between that that volume okay. that it gets. If you put them together, mm-hmm. that's the amount of that's the air that can be put in. Okay. And it makes it the fuel. So this is the capacity. Okay. So 1.5 liter engine means that total the engine will produce uh, uh, the the volume that the cylinders can take total is 1.5 liter. Mm-hmm. 2.0 is 2.0 liter, means that it's bigger. Mm-hmm. 3.3.4, 3.4.2. Uh, so the higher you go, the bigger it's engine. Okay. And then conventionally. One engine is big. The 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 the, the thinking is that they would have more power released from that engine. Okay. They're going to burn more fuel and air. Yeah. That's all. Okay. So once the engine is bigger, it's going to burn more fuel. That, that, that's the conventional. That's the conventional they're thinking. They're going to have air fuel mixture. They're Good. going to burn more air, more air fuel mixture. Good. But when, but when it comes to consumption of the road, I'm very careful to say yes. Yeah. Because the driver pattern, the driver behavior comes into play. Yes. But on but the, yes, it's been on the normal on, on on a normal scale. Yeah. You, it, the you bigger the engine, we eat more. The, yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. you and your father, you <laughs> eat the same, <laughs> the same amount of food. Yes. yes, but when it comes to turbocharging, hmm. then things Just start to be a bit so complicated. complicated. Yes, because they are able to burn the fuel much more you effectively. Are, yeah, you are packing more. You are, you are, you are compressing the even when you add when you add the intercooler, mm-hmm. then you go to another realm. Yes, yes, yes. so you are <laughs> able to produce. More power more for the power smaller with, with a smaller capacity. Yes, about two point zero can produce yes. more power because you are packing in the air. Good. You are you are table. You are forcing the air into compact before you deliver it. And Good. if you add the if you add the the you add the intercooler, then it even become better. Better because you are case, cooling it. You are cooling the air, become more dense, and then you pack it. There. Nice one, nice one. I use a Toyota Yaris twenty two thousand and eight. My check engine light blinks. The mechanics changed the spark plugs. It worked, but today it started flashing again. Mm. I. Just leaving Mr. Mensah's shop, I was told oil enters into the plugs mm. or something like that. Mm. What should be the way for it? 
and can use the car for some time before fixing the issue. Uh, this puppy from Tema yeah, <laughs> looks like puppy. one of your boys. <laughs> puppy. <laughs> but this one, she changed it before she brought it to us. Okay. That's what they are telling her. Okay. What it means is that once she changed the spark plugs, the mm-hmm. problem stopped. Mm-hmm. It has come again. Mm-hmm. And my guy is telling that the tip of the spark plug is wet. Okay. It means that some oil is going there, it's killing the spark plug. Mm-hmm. That's why she had a problem again. So if you change the plugs, it will work to die again. Okay. Yeah, so we have to look at the coil to be sure the coil is yeah. doing properly. Okay. Or, she, or she has actually oil, she started leaking, yeah, the valve is leaking or something. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Before we continue with the questions on our, our WhatsApp page, um, let us um, address the issues. Quickly, okay. Then we'll return to So we'll talk about starting. Mm-hmm. If the fire is bad, when the first start, it means you have to take out the fuel. And then get proper fuel. Okay. Like the one what happened to your car. Yes. You couldn't start the car. Mm-hmm. You told and it drained everything off. I actually had to change the fuel pump. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuel pump also died. Mm-hmm. But you also have to drain the fuel and put yes. in the fresh fuel. Yes, yes. Yeah. So that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that one can happen. Mm-hmm. If it happened that way. So quickly, if you go to finish it, this thing happen, quickly drain the fuel. Now I'm putting a rifle and see. But what will be the rifle? Because the fuel is already contaminated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes to the poor idler, mm-hmm. that one too. Sometimes, so I've seen some before. The fuel was contaminated. He went to a fuel station, bought proper fuel, and mixed it up, mm-hmm. and then it improved. It's improved. Uh, but most of the time, we advise that you drain the whole fuel, mm-hmm. drain it. That is it. If you want to see the whatever, because people don't want to throw money away. Yeah. You can drain it and actually draw the fuel tank and clean inside the tank, mm-hmm. and then pour the top or the fuel back and go and fill it again. Okay. That one, uh, you can be sure of that. Okay. When you failing the fuel emission test, mm-hmm. that one means the fuel is bad. Once it's bad, they're going to fail the test. Mm-hmm. So until the fuel is changed, you cannot. Okay. Yeah. Then when it comes to performance, so they all come out to the same. Mm-hmm. If the fuel is bad, they will not perform well. So I don't drop the so in all the situations, you check it. I will always advise let the let the mechanic draw the fuel tank and clean it up. Mm-hmm. And they be sure you're okay. Because sometimes it is just bad fuel. Oh, I will just change, but maybe you have some debris. Which has gone to block the strainer. Okay. And then when the when the strainer is getting blocked, you're going to get your fuel pump damaging quickly because the pump will be forced to try to uh, suck the fuel mm-hmm. against the resistance, mm-hmm. and that can actually make the pump taking more uh, current and therefore can burn the brushes. Okay. okay. So these are sort of things. So when the fuel is bad, make sure it's out of your tank. Okay. That's the way to be safe. There are instances that. Uh, Maybe you are traveling, you are hot. That in case you have some additive, sometimes hard, but most of the time, once you're bad for you, better draw the tank and take it out. Okay. Because in the olden days, you can fill the four tanks. You could just have used drain the boat. drain boat. Nowadays, you don't have them. They are not common. Now, even the, the tanks <laughs> are, are plastic. Yes, but plastic, they are not common. Mm-hmm. So that, in this case, you have to drop them mm-hmm. or assess them under the seat. Mm-hmm. And then try to find yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, listeners, when we talk about idling, we talk about when the engine is started. It is not, you are not revving it. It is just running by itself at um, a very low um, yes. engine speed, what yeah. we call the RPM, yeah. revs per minute. Yeah. Most cars that will be will idle so between 800 and 1,000. Yes. With the AC yeah, on and yes, off. Yes, yes, yeah. with the AC on and off. So Some cars will give you 750 yes. there, but yeah. Good. So when your car is idling and it is rough, you realize that sometimes the revs will keep hunting. Mm-hmm. It will go up and it will come down. Mm-hmm. Or it is erratic, as if the engine is going to go off, then it will, it will come back to normal. So And I can even stand behind the car mm-hmm. and smell the fuel. You can oh. actually stand behind it. You smell some foul burning. Okay. So they can also hear the sound 
in the exhaust pipe. Mm-hmm. It's not smooth. Mm-hmm. But interestingly, eh, the, the interesting thing is this. This sentence I'm talking about can also be caused by a dense power plug. Okay. The same sentence can be caused by an effective ignition coil. Ignition coil, okay. The same sentence can be caused by a cylinder which is no closing one, other valve mm-hmm. which is not sitting well. So, so that's why you need to go to a mechanic for him to be sure what is an experienced uh, uh, mechanic. mechanic to be sure. Good. Because other than that, you throw money away. Exactly. Yes. Okay. All right. Let's go back to our WhatsApp console. It says, um, "Hello, Auto Show. Please, is it good for the fuel attendant to put metal in the fuel hole to open the source for more fuel?" This kingship from New Aplaku. Hey, how, how is that one then? You know some of the cars, mm. they have a flap yes. in the fuel filler. Yes. And the nozzle of the... Uh, you see, some of the nozzles... What is your nozzle? You should want to open the flap some for Some are you. not able to open. I, I, okay. I think that probably it's not mm. the specified uh-huh. nozzle. It means that bigger so nozzle. So in order to do it, mm. they will put a metal rod... To, to, hold it, to hold it open. To hold it open okay. so that they can, they can put it. Well, I don't know how much force they are putting on it. Mm-hmm. Because if you put too much force, mm-hmm. will the flap still work? It can even break or something. Exactly. Uh, so I don't know. The feeling says you have the proper nozzles there. Yes. Because that the nozzles are standard nozzles. Yes. You can have the small, you can have the big. Yes. So if if this one cannot go in, mm-hmm. let the person drive to the next one. Mm-hmm. We can have the nozzle. Yes, yeah. I think even the, the the nozzle for the diesel is yeah, different. different. Yes. It's different. Yeah. So you don't mix them. Yes. Before mm-hmm. we go on, another very important question. Mm-hmm. What happens if mistakenly um a petrol car is filled with diesel and vice versa well, and, well, and well. how do you solve the issue yes in both cases you have to drain mm-hmm. but if i put a diesel fuel mm-hmm. in a petrol engine and i mistakenly start it mm-hmm. it's not the best but the risk is very low it's very low mm-hmm. compared to putting a petrol in, in the diesel. diesel car because the, because the burning is different Even for the diesel mm-hmm. you need a high temperature to burn it mm-hmm. So it will not burn properly. But for the for the petrol, it, the flame will go out of hand. It can actually even crack your piston. Okay. So putting petrol in a diesel car is more dangerous. It's more dangerous. But whatever it is, once you notice it, let them stop and drain. Mm-hmm. Drain. Don't start. Drain. Let them push the car mm-hmm. by the side at the same finish station. Mm-hmm. Then they have a, uh, they have uh, what do you call it? The loop. The loop center. The loop center there. Let them drain, and they refill oh, before right. you move. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you can, can damage your engine. Call right. knocking. Yeah. Hello, Auto Show. Is it good for the fuel attendant? Okay, we just answered mm. that one. I said, hello, I feel vibration whenever I apply the brakes in traffic. Um, what could be the problem? Eunice from Osu. She says, when, she says when she applies a brake in traffic, which means that when she's driving at speed, she doesn't feel it. So the vibration, is it, you see, if we talk about vibration, is she feeling vibration from the steering? Because sometimes when she's in traffic, she stopped and put the brakes. The engine speed can go low. Mm-hmm. In, uh, uh, the seat, engine seat can be, may be bad. Mm-hmm. You can have some vibration. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can also feel the vibration on the pedal. Okay. But that will normally will happen at high speeds. Yes. Or is she s- slowing down in traffic or, or she moving slowly in traffic? Mm-hmm. So whatever it is, whatever it is, I suspect more of an engine idling speed prop issue mm-hmm. that she starts in traffic on the brakes, the engine speed is low mm-hmm. or the engine is correct by the, the, by the engine seats are bad. That she may feel, she should let the mechanic have a feel of it and help her out. Okay, all right, good. It says, I just had my I 10, that's a, a Hyundai I 10, mm-hmm. overhauled on Monday, but my car vibrates when I'm not in motion with the engine on that is idling. I just changed the plugs this morning. What might be the problem? No, not even look at the timing. The timing. Let them check the engine timing 
setting. Mm-hmm. Why they should miss a, you may miss a time by say one teeth. The car will still start. Yeah. It will not run well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They should look also tight. Once the engine overhauled, they should also look at tightening. Mm-hmm. And also be sure whether all the cylinders are working well. Maybe at the in the course of uh, reassembling the engine, something might have gone wrong. You can mm-hmm. even have a ring break uh, breaking mm-hmm. or, or broken somewhere. Any title can happen. Or maybe they didn't get the gaps well. Okay. So let the mechanic really look at his work. All right. Mm. Okay. So it's, um, hi, please. My IP- RPMs run lower than my speed. My mechanic tells me it might be a result of a field speed sensor. The car, mm. a, f- a field sp- speed sensor. The car is a Toyota Yaris 2009 no. from Charles in Tema. The RPM, I talk about engine speed. Yeah. It's more likely to be to, to be something the throttle body. Okay. Very, very likely. It runs lower than my speed, mm-hmm. I don't really understand. Because that, once you are shifting correctly, they cannot be the same. Mm-hmm. I can be doing 80 per hour with RPM less than 2,000. Mm-hmm. Depending on the speed, yes. the gear. So, so they can't the, go together. The, 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 the higher the gear, yes. the lower the, the revs. Yes. Okay. So uh, but but unless, unless probably, if you're talking about running low, other alloy or something, but this question is not very clear. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Charles, the question I'll ask you is that if you are not looking at the gauges in your estimation will you say the car is running right mm-hmm. okay if you can reply reply and let's see the way forward okay all right okay all right good so uncle jacob yeah. um all right let me just take this mm-hmm. total petroleum is continuously innovating and delivering better energy solutions that bring value to its cherished customers Introducing a new addition to the Total Quartz range, the Quartz 9000 GF5 0W20, a fully synthetic fuel economy engine oil, specially formulated with age resistant technology for the latest generation engines that require 0W20 or a viscosity grade in its class. Quartz 9000 Future GF5 0W20 reduces your fuel consumption, increases your oil change interval, ensures excellent engine protection and cleanliness protects emission control systems and reduces the release of harmful emissions into the environment. Total Quartz 9000 Future GF5 0W20 delivers beyond performance. Total Quartz Engine Oil, keep your engine younger for longer. Okay. Um, Uncle Jacob, um, can fuel injectors be repaired? (laughs) I know they are very, very expensive. Fuel injector repair, see... The, you let me just try to see what I can describe a little on the full injector. Mm-hmm. The full injector, mm-hmm. we have the body. Inside, you have what to call the solenoid, the electrical portion. Mm-hmm. Then you have a plunger. The plunger, there should be a spring loading loading system there, and you have the nozzle. Mm-hmm. What people do is to change the nozzles, maybe at the worst to change the plunger, but I don't know whether they're able to change the solenoids. Okay. But the solenoid is supposed to be part of the body. Okay. So if you change the plunger, because the solenoid is where the electrical current goes, then it kind of become magnetizes the system. It pulls the plunger up against the spring, the fuel will go. Then when the current is cut, that magnetization is, is stopped. So the, the, the spring and the, will, will be able to push down the, the plunger, which has been pushed up, if, if so also under its own weight. Mm-hmm. So it moves the up and down movement, yeah. But if, if you change the plunger, mm-hmm. or change the nozzles, what happens to the solenoids in, the, in it? Mm-hmm. And simple, or oh, we repair it within two, three months, the same system, the same thing happens again. again. 
Yeah, so it could be expensive, but, but it's a company that got a lifespan. Mm-hmm. So if it's dead, you it's replace. Dead. Okay. Well, if so I bought a new car and uh, the jet has lasted for about 10 years and it's bad, why do you want to repair? Why don't you go ahead and change them and have let's, a peace of mind? Just change them and have a peace of mind. All right. Jojo from DC says, hello, please. I've got my check but let me come in. But the, diesel, but the diesel ones, mm-hmm. for some of them, those which are not electrical, mm-hmm. they can easily be. That's a me- me- mechanical. They can easily be overhauled. Oh, okay. They can easily take the nozzles inside, overhaul, easily cry. Okay. But those with electrical, now the more they were electrical, that's where the soreness come okay. in. There's an issue. All right. Okay. Yeah. So, um, hello, please. I've got my check engine light on and maintenance required lights also on. I've changed my oil, but I still on. What should I do? It's a Toyota Corolla 2015 LE. Okay, Jojo. The, the check engine light go, being on doesn't mean your oil has a problem. Okay. He has changed the oil. Oil. The maintenance light. The maintenance light. If you have the, have to reset. Mm-hmm. But for the engine check light, mm-hmm. if it is an issue, it's, yeah, yeah, you have to run a test to actually pick out the code mm-hmm. and then sort it out. Good. That's the only thing. If you don't run the code, you can never know what is happening. All right, Jojo, yes. you heard it from the expert. You need to run an OBD scan yes. or a computer diagnosis scan on your Corolla. And you get the code for the engine, check engine, very good. And then for the oil, have the mechanic to reset it, yes, for you. yes, yes. For the maintenance, like, or mm-hmm. you can just Google the for a 2015, you can just Google the the um, the, the there's a combination of buttons you press yeah. on the dashboard mm-hmm. that will reset the That's maintenance right. light. So yeah. you can Google that one and you'll find it. Hi, I drive a Kia morning, it's always it always has a check engine on a check that means the check engine light, but it runs normally. Do I have a reason to be alert? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it runs normally. The light is on. Sometimes she not get a right for her. So the light will come up. Mm-hmm. It's likely. Mm-hmm. You are supposed to use it unless they fuel some specific mm-hmm. fuel using it. But when the car is driving fine, she has no cause to be alarmed. But what's going to happen? Then something happens. You don't know what's happening exactly because the light will not light up for you to see. Good, so so you still have to be alert as you are driving mm-hmm. and they'll be monitoring. But the best thing, if you can, then they run a test to be sure what is happening, yeah, so they can have your mind at peace. Okay, it, it is it is likely to be to be uh not having a correct amount, yeah. I mean, I, uh, I think that the check engine light is supposed to alert you when there's a problem, yes. So if, when it comes on, you need to check and clear, yes. If you don't check and clear. And it still means when other issues come, you will not you know what's know. happening. Yeah. Good. So um, you need to you need to do that. Okay. All right. Hello, Auto Show. I use a Chevy Cruze um, 2012. I have been experiencing some issues. I sometimes feel the jacking vibration when the fuel tank is open for refueling. Also, when I'm in traffic or motionless, I have this vibration and sometimes the engine goes off. What can the problem be? Well, does it mean that she has the engine running when she's refueling? Yeah, but is that not that shouldn't be that that is not recommended. Not recommended at all. Up your yeah. Should be your yeah. So the the engine going off if uh, an injector can cause it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you, in case you have the engine goes off, I have this variation and sometimes the engine goes off. I don't know when it goes off. Mm-hmm. Maybe is it when you start it goes off immediately that is stalling, or when you are driving and you are slowing it goes off. You need to know, but your your injectors can be. Okay. If you are not. Give you enough for it can be okay. your timing can be a problem. 
quality of fuel can be a problem. So let the mechanic have a look at it for you. All right. Thank you. Uncle Jacob, quickly give us your number and we'll move ahead. Our time is up. Yeah, my number is 020-813-8013. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> Jacob Mensah of Brian's Toyota. It's been a great show. Thanks, guys, for joining us on the show. Thanks also to my director here, um, Godfrey Odum, the richest man. Uh, it's been me, Adipoku. Bye for now. Fun, 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 now the daddy took the t-bird away. Fun, 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 now the daddy took the t-bird away.